friend, welcome to episode 47 of Jesus Smart, the podcast. We're questing after the horizon that Jesus knows how this life works best in the now, and the future not only belongs to him, it's showing up in the present. This is Brian Del Turco. You're listening to episode number five in our miniseries on Advent. Christmas time is here, and just maybe the possibilities of Christmas are accessible 24-7, 365. I encourage you to go back and listen to episodes one through four, even between Christmas and New Year's over the holiday season. You know, this is a time of uh, contemplation, maybe looking back, reflecting, looking forward, maybe some goal setting. And I think that the topics and the themes that you'll find in this Christmas series, most of the episodes are just maybe 15, 12, 15 or, or minutes or so. I think that you'll find it helpful during this time of year. We're teasing out kingdom principles, kingdom dynamics from the Christmas narratives in Matthew and Luke Gospels in the New Testament. We have something coming up, I think, next week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, the episode is going to be on King Herod and the devastating effects that came upon him as he resisted the Christ child. It's brutal. It's stunning what happened. We'll be looking at some historical sources there and how that speaks to the issue of Christ coming as a conquering king in our lives. I think you'll like it. And then uh, beginning in January, we have a uh, another miniseries, which is starting Blending Gratitude and Goal Setting for the New Year. And it's sort of a Brian and Friends approach, if I could call it that. We have a different guest on each of four or five episodes. And we're going to be drawing out some uh, practical dynamic steps and principles from Michael Hyatt's book, Your Best Year Ever. And specifically as it relates to gratitude, there's actually the science of gratitude now. A lot of research coming out about the power of gratitude, what it does in our lives, even secular research. And then blending that and mixing that with goal setting as we look forward, creating an abundance mindset and an overcoming mindset as you create the next season, the next phase of your life moving forward. And I've uh, got some great guests. I think you're going to like that. My friend, as we wrap up this Advent series, here's the theme for today. Advent is not only something that we look back to that happened. Advent is advancing. Advent continues to advance through history and into the future, and it is devastating news for the dragon. Advent is not just the anticipation of celebrating Christ's birth each December, you know, those four Sundays, those four weeks before December 25th. The real truth of Advent is that Christ coming into our world pronounces a sentence of doom upon darkness. Isn't that good? What a what a great a great truth. It has set in motion, Advent has set in motion a powerful process which is transforming everything. Advent is advancing, and this comes right down to our personal lives in the now moment, today, this week, this next year. You see, Jesus has come, he is coming, and he will come. He has come, is coming, and will come. Christmas is actually, if we're honest, it's actually an invasion from on high. Those angels in the skies over the Judean hills were a multitude of heavenly hosts, angel armies, 
By the way, did you know that the compound name that represents Christ's nature most frequently used in the scriptures is Lord of hosts? I didn't, I didn't know this until not too long ago. The compound name that represents Christ's nature most frequently used in scripture is Lord of hosts. It appears nearly 10 times the sum of all the other compound names revealed in the scriptures referring to Christ. This is amazing. Now, hosts are angel armies. Jesus is the Lord of armies. These angels are terrifying warriors. They're not cherubs from medieval art. They're not emaciated, effeminate beings. These are the same angels who appear to the shepherds in the Judean skies. Imagine, just imagine if a real angel appeared on the top of your Christmas tree. Francis Frangipane raised this question. Now that would be a December to remember, wouldn't it? Traditional Advent is the anticipation of celebrating Christ's birth, right? In the weeks leading up to Christmas, we prepare our hearts. But Christ's coming is not just a one-off event, a point in time. The incarnation has set in motion a process. He continues to come in fullness and power through the body of Christ in history since the birth of Christ and in our day. Paul's understanding is that the people of God attain the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Jesus Christ in Ephesians 4.13. We really have to build this into our worldview, Advent, advancing. Plus, we anticipate his coming again. There will be a complete revelation, a total revelation of Christ in the future, this time in overwhelming rule and completeness and power. The partial will be done away and the perfect will come. And so Advent is progressing through time. It's advancing through those who yield to his presence in our day, you and I as Christ followers. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 22 and 23, that he, God the Father, put all things in subjection under the feet of Christ and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all. You see, my friend, Jesus is no longer a baby. Okay? He is ascended and seated as a king, and he is filling all things. The dragon rages and you reign in Christ. The coming of Jesus Christ into the earth is an existential threat to Satan's kingdom. The serpent of old, he is not pleased. He is doomed. Revelation 12 verses 4 and 5 says the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. This raging antichrist spirit was in the earth for centuries, even prior to the birth of Christ. Then the demonized King Herod, remember him, the king at the time of Christ's birth, he tried to murder Christ. This same spirit has slithered through history since the nativity into our time. Even now, as a Christ follower, think about this. Much of what you may go through is not so much about you as it is Christ and his kingdom within you. 
yet you overcome because Christ has been born in you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. 1 John 4, 4. And so, my fellow Christ follower, Christ is an indestructible king. Isaiah said in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Now, his kingdom increases constantly in and through us. So I'm calling it something like 365 Advent. Living in the possibilities of Christmas each day of the year. The Son of God is the ultimate victor. So rejoice, because in Christ you and I are unstoppable. We can live in the light of this vision for our lives. Revelation 11:15. The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. Yes, the ultimate, the total fulfillment of that is on the horizon, perhaps closer than we think, but we can live in the light of that dynamic, that vision right now, that what's around us, our affairs, our circle of influence becomes permeated with the kingdom of our Lord and Savior. So allow your thinking to be renewed in this worldview with me, would you? Increase your resolve to, number one, renew your alignment with the now ascended Christ. Renew our alignment with the now ascended Christ. Number two, I will harmonize with the heavenlies via worship, the scriptures, meditation, prayer, and affirmation. Number three, I will see his rule extended through my life like a scepter, a witness of King Jesus. And number four, I will advance into new life seasons with great anticipation. So as I draw this episode to a close, uh, number five in our Advent series, can I give you a quote, a statement from G.K. Chesterton? I ran across this quote. It is awesome. I think it's from his book. It's uh, an excerpt from a chapter in his book, The God in the Cave. It's the name of the chapter, and it's in his book, The Everlasting Man. Here's his quote. There is something defiant in it also. What he's talking about is Christmas. There is something defiant in it, something that makes the abrupt bells at midnight sound like the great guns of a battle that has just been won. All this indescribable thing that we call the Christmas atmosphere only hangs in the air as something like a lingering fragrance or fading vapor from the exultant explosion of that one hour in the Judean hills nearly 2,000 years ago. But the savor is still unmistakable, and it is something too subtle or too solitary to be covered by our use of the word peace. By the very nature of the story, the rejoicings in the cavern were rejoicings in a fortress or an outlaw's den. Properly understood, It is not unduly flippant to say they were rejoicings in a dugout. It is also that there is in that image a true idea of an outpost, of a piercing through the rock and an entrance into the enemy territory. There is in this buried divinity an idea of undermining the world, of shaking the towers and palaces from below, even as Herod, the great king, felt that earthquake under him and swayed 
with his swaying palace. You see, G.K. Chesterton understood that fragrance from that explosion in the Judean hills and a cave as an outlaw's den, an outpost, a fortress, in enemy territory, a beachhead, if you will. You see, Herod's days are marked and the dragon's doom is sealed. The dragon, Satan himself, our adversary, is really the spiritual entity, the spiritual energy and principle and person behind King Herod. King Herod is a personification, if you will, of that adversary. And next week, what a, what a way to sort of talk about the new year, but we're going to just briefly, it's not going to be long, we're going to look at the effects of King Herod's resistance to the Christ child and what happened to him. It's a picture of spiritual victory and spiritual warfare and our victory in Christ. Thanks, friend, for subscribing to this podcast on iTunes and other major podcast apps. It's also on Spotify and YouTube, Overcast. And uh, when you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, it, you know, helps the algorithms on these various podcast directories, and it helps others discover the content. And, of course, it keeps you connected. Why don't you consider taking a snapshot of this podcast episode and pushing it out on your social media, maybe give it a hashtag of Christmas or Advent or Satan even. How about that? Visit JesusSmart.com to see the show notes page for this episode. You can leave thoughts and questions there. There's a contact page. And often on a show notes page for a given episode, you'll find additional resources to dive deeper. Plus, you can sign up to receive a free weekly email for next level ideas and practice, practical steps to advance as a Christ follower. Would you join me? I'm at best some kind of an intermediate Christ follower, somewhere on that continuum, on the intermediate level. And uh, would you join me, though, on a journey of pursuing Christ-likeness, pursuing his kingdom and his righteousness, and how does it help us to fit into our story and to run with others and to really live a life of meaning and significance with Christ and in his kingdom? As always, with Jesus, our horizon is filled with light. It's brilliant. Make it a smart week. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoy your family, your friends, and I really hope you enjoy those sweet, quiet, reflective times and allowing the Spirit and the Word of Christ to penetrate you deeply and begin to fuel you for a, for a new year. All the best until next time. Yeah.